audacity and I'm going to okay, record so am I? here. I'm going to record yep. here. Where are you? Record. Thank you. Nice <laughs> Thank <lady>. you. <laughs> are you ready, Thomas? Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're ready. One, two, three. How? He's so slow at clapping. Why did, did we were you did, I, did we were time. at the exact same moment? I Laura. did it on time. I you were a second later. I did it on time. You, you were, really did. Really Maybe your video is delayed, but like you did, we you both clapped and then you went. Second later. Yeah, well, you really were. <laughs> I thought it was on time for me. It was on time, yeah. but uh, okay. Do you want to do it again or shall we? We'll do it one more time. Okay. We'll do it one more time. All right. Okay. Now, listen, it's just one, two, three, clap. You don't have to do a big thing. Okay. So just clap. You didn't say three though. Yes, you did. I did. I did. I did say three. Okay. Oh, bless you. Okay. Right. So not a big thing. Just clap. All right. So one, two, three. Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Adventure Games Podcast. And I am joined this month by my two good friends, Laura Cress and Thomas Bex. Hello, Laura. Hello. Oh, you're there this time. Oh, I mean, you were there last month as well. Of course, I was going to say, I, I was there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sort of. Uh, and hello, Thomas. Hello. Hello. Yeah, be- I mean, there are some conspiracy theories about this podcast because some people, not me, would say that, Laura, you just sent a pre-recorded recording last month, which is crazy, no. right? I, th- I mean, I think that was more than obvious because I wasn't there. But, so, I, yes. No, you were. I, I remember the two of you were there and the two of, of you course. said that I was very funny. I remember the two mm, of you said that. I don't remember saying that I in the re- bit I recorded. I remember being in the middle of my move and not having internet, so I sincerely doubt that no, I was the there. No, the two of you were you there. Im- you I think, both said that I was very funny. I think you imagined me again. I, no, no, we can go back and listen. But anyway, back to this month's episode. We've got quite a bit to talk about. Um, we have... Uh, few games to talk about thomas you'll be doing the detective game uh, lacuna i'll be discussing a juggler's tale and laura will be talking about growbot yes and then the two of us will be finishing with um 12 minutes um which has been well at least a few weeks ago everyone was talking about it yes <laughs> um so first let's head to the news now not a whole lot of news or at least we didn't see much news because well we've all been pretty busy the last month or so um, so, first of all, I'm going to use one of our favorite games, I think, uh, this year, Laura, it's fa- fair to say, yeah. uh, Inspector Waffles is yeah. now available on Switch. So, if people still haven't played it, or you want to play it again, you can now get it on Nintendo Switch. And the developer, Goloso Games, has said it's doing quite well. So, huge congratulations, because I think it deserves to do very well. And I really, really hope it continues to do well. Uh, so, congratulations, Goloso Games. Um, and then one of, at least, my... Uh, most eager anticipated game this year, Chasing Static, has just been released. It's by Nathan Hamley, but this is very different to his previous game, Guard Duty. It's a more serious uh, kind of horror game, I think, or psychological horror, um, which uh, I think it's set in Wales. But it looks really good. It looks really creepy. It's been getting some really good reviews, so it could be a good game to play at Halloween. It's, uh, it's funny that you said it was one of your most anticipated games because up until like a day before it was released, I had never heard of it. 
Really? <laughs> oh. Same. I have to. I have to say same. But I. Uh, oh really? I, I've been yeah. following it the whole year. Since yeah. You it's it. Funny. <laughs> well, well oh, okay. You well. clearly <laughs> did not share it with us. <laughs> well, sorry, there are so many games. There yeah, are really so are. many <laughs> games. It's it's impossible to keep track of them all. But no, this one, um, at least silently, at least in my own list of games to play, and <laughs> um, it's there. And uh, finally, going back a bit, uh, we should also uh, say happy anniversary to Broken Sword. Broken yes. Sword 1, Shadow Templars. Uh, last week or two weeks ago, it was Broken Sword's 25th anniversary. And um, to celebrate that, Charles Cecil, the developer, now he will have done this by the time this episode goes out. Yeah. Uh, the time recording, he will do it on Friday the 22nd of October, he will have done a Q&A with the fans on uh, YouTube. Yeah, I imagine they'll put that up as a video, though. So if you miss it, you'll yeah, be, you be able you can... to watch it back. We'll probably yeah. share it in the Discord channel. Yeah. yeah probably yeah, Discord channel, that. and we'll probably have it in the show notes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, it's, I think that's all that I found for news this month. Did you guys find anything that you were... Oh, there's another... Thomas, you had um, a Kickstarter. You saw Kickstarter that interested you. Yeah, um, that was um, a Kickstarter for a uh, 2D, 2D point and click adventure game called, <coughs> excuse me, Behind the Beyond. Um, it, I think it got launched two days ago and it looks really, really cool. It is uh, about Hungarian folktales. So it's uh, actually a setting that uh, I'm not that familiar with, which is also why it drew my attention. And it, mm. it looks really good. Um, I think uh, people should check it out and uh, back it if they uh, feel that this is a game they want to see get made. I already backed it. I hope more people will uh, will follow. Yeah, cool. it looks interesting. I like the art yeah, style. Definitely. It looks really, really nice, the, the, the art as well. It reminds me kind of like Bill Tiller um, style as well. And Gibbous, uh, yes. more recent game. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we'll include links to that as well. Thank you, Thomas. Uh, anything for you, Laura, or shall we just head straight it. to reviews? Yes. Okay. Um, well, first of all, talk about a demo that I played. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I believe it was Steam Next Fest, where there were tons of demos against so so many games and so many just adventure narrative games. Um, I didn't get a chance to play a lot. In fact, I only played one <laughs> because we've all been really really busy. But the demo that I played was the case of the golden idol and now this the lazy way of describing this is probably return of the opera din meets point and click pixel art now it's more than that um, but I will do my best to explain briefly what it is so you have uh, four cases in this demo and they're in one case the first case you have um, two types of screens so one screen is exploring and in this screen, it's pixel art. You see two characters on kind of an island or a rock. One is in the water and he is very dead. And the other person has his arms outstretched. And so pretty, pretty quickly, you can say, oh, you know that, oh, this person has murdered the other person. And so it's more or less a static image. And then you have to click around the screen, look for clues to find out what happened. Now, thankfully, developers have included a... A hotspot uh, highlighter, which is optional. Um, if you want the extra challenge, you can keep it off. But I kept it on because I don't like pixel hunting. Mm. So you want to find the clues. So you have to find out who they are and what's in their 
inventory, what's in the tent, and try and piece things together. Then there's a second screen you can click on called a thinking screen. And here, for example, you would have a text and you would have to put in the correct words to basically fill in the blanks and then match the character's name to their portrait. And then slowly you begin to discover what uh, what's happened. Mm. And so then it gets more challenging. So first case is uh, it's not too challenging, not too difficult. But then as the later cases go, you have more characters, more screens, uh, more people. You have to figure out who they are again, more clues. So it, it, it eases you into it and it gets more challenging. I really liked it. I think it looks really nice. Um, again, I bel- the developer said that Lucas Pope even liked it. They quoted him. Well, that's... That he's intrigued. <laughs> who is obviously the maker of Return oh, of the Emperor Tim. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. And, uh, and yeah, now again, this is a short demo. It took me over about an hour, between an hour, two hours. and um, But I, re- I really liked it. It's a really intriguing concept. I think it's it's well written, the demo is, and I think the mechanics work. And as I said, it's not too easy, not too difficult. I imagine it might get more challenging, but I think the difficulty level was just right in the demo. And um, and yeah, and now developers have asked as well, to well, they have a free demo, and then you can wishlist the game if you are interested as well. I've that just would done really that. Help. Yeah, that's perfect. That's, that would really help the developers because they want to know um, you know how many people are interested they're trying to and in their words gather evidence to see if there are people interested and they're also looking for honest feedback uh, on their steam uh, forum page they have a page for uh, feedback and on their discord uh, so I would recommend people check it out see what you think and wishlist it as well it's free and it's the case of the golden idol and you can download it again for free on steam I already had nice. it on my wishlist yeah, same. Mm, and it's yeah. by Color Grey Games. Oh yes, that's thank you, Lord. By yeah, Color right. by Color Grey Games. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'll probably I'll probably get to day one once it is released. No, no news when it is released, but I would really uh, looking forward to playing it. Uh, okay, so now before we get to the reviews, uh, I just want to remind people that we are also on Patreon. We are an independent podcast, so if you would like to help us out to ensure the podcast continues you can uh, help us out on patreon at patreon.com forward slash adventure games podcast so then as well as helping us out you get some extras so you get these episodes at least 24 hours in advance sometimes more and you would also get some extras for example some spoiler interviews with developers um so the, this will have gone out by the time this recording um, or this episode goes out, but the previous week I uploaded my interview with the, the lead designer, lead writer of Lake, uh, Joss, from Gamius Games. And for everyone else, for everyone, we did a non-spoiler interview, but we kept talking for about an hour. <laughs> and he spoke to me about all the spoilers in Lake, about the different endings, about what the game was uh was supposed to be beginning and then what it turned out to be and he also talked to me in detail about all the secrets you can find which i didn't find any of them (laughs) i'm gonna have to listen to that yeah yes um so uh so you can listen to that only on patreon also you can other um spoiler interviews with james dearson about techno babylon with augustine cordes with scratches the developers of interrogation and also extra interviews that i did at adventure x and in future, hopefully there, we can go to yeah. these gaming events again in future. Uh, I will upload those interviews on Patreon as well. Uh, so again, patreon.com forward slash Adventure Games Podcast. If you're not able to help us on Patreon, you can also give us a review 
uh, again, the link is in the po- in the show notes. You can click on ratethispodcast.com forward slash Adventure Games Podcast, and that will tell you where you can review. And um, and yeah, I think that's about it. I think uh, I've spoken a lot beginning of this episode, <laughs> so uh, who wants to talk instead? So Laura, you played a game. You, I did. You, you were, were you, <laughs> you were growing your robot. <laughs> yes. Well, not really. That's oh. uh, that isn't what happens in the game. But <laughs> yes, it, it's called Growbot. So I'll I'll let you take that one. But yeah, it's uh, it's just come out this um just come out on the twenty first of October. And you're right, it is called Growbot. It's uh, the developer is Wabby Sabby Play, and the publisher is the very reliable and excellent uh, application systems Heidelberg. Mm. So who you know it's on obviously done Lamplight City and loads of other great point-and-click adventure games. Um, now, this is... Um, it was on my radar for quite a while. Um, I remember playing a demo of it, I think, at Adventure X. So um, it's it's been out for... It's been developed for a little while, and um, it's a really lovely, um, soothing adventure game. It's a 2D point-and-click adventure. Um, the idea is you are a robot, which is kind of like a sort of biopunk robot type um uh you live upon this space station but surprise surprise um your peace is shattered um you're, you're a robot in training and you're on this spaceship to become a captain um but your home your station home is attacked uh, by these crystals um you don't really know why what's going on and you've basically got to save it that's kind of the premise um and you go through these very beautifully illustrated um scenes and rooms of the spaceship meeting people solving puzzles and trying to get down to the bottom of what's going on um i say very beautiful it was um illustrated and developed uh by uh, an illustrator called lisa evans i actually spoke to her on a, a previous uh, episode or he did like a bonus episode mm. when it was GamesCon, and i spoke to her and a couple of other people about their games and uh, she, i remember her telling me she basically never made a game before this is the first sort of proper uh, game she's made she's actually an illustrator not a programmer um but she's kind of learned everything and uh yeah, and just made That's this. That's incredible. I know, and you can tell she's an illustrator because the game looks mm. amazing. It's so beautiful, beautifully hand-drawn, and it reminds me a lot of Machinarium, so if you're into that, or Chuchel as well, it's got that kind of really beautiful um, uh, hand-drawn art. Um, so she's done a fantastic job with that. Um, yeah, I really loved it. I thought it was really quaint, really cute. There are loads of really cute characters that you meet. There's this uh, big yeti, called Starbelly who um, has a planet in his stomach uh, he's just like this furry yeti who oh, it, none of them talk there's no voice acting but there is noises and sound effects he has a very deep voice it's like um, and you just kind of want to give him a hug really he just like has a very deep cute chuckle i was like oh um but yeah i thought the character's very charming very cute the world is really beautiful to explore um it's not a very long game um it's um the most of the puzzles i would say are fairly easy uh there, there isn't a hotspot highlighter which i would say i, I kind of would have liked that mm. but it's not the biggest issue um most of the puzzles i would say yeah fairly easy um there's like one or two there was a numbers one that like took me a little longer because you you have to keep switching a wheel to get make sort of different numbers line up and um and that took a bit of time but yeah it's, it's sort of puzzles like slider puzzles logic puzzles those kind of things um but for the most part they they were you know they were fine there's a, there's a lot of lore which you can kind of learn if you want to there's a big encyclopedia 
um th there's all this basically this thing called a flower arranger where you collect the notes of flowers and then you create a tune using the different notes which can unlock certain areas for you um and that's like a, a sort of big core puzzle that you do as you go throughout the thing um and that's like another extra bit of lore that you learn about as well so i would say that it's, there's quite a lot packed into it a little sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming i was like there's this and there's this and you have to like learn like how all the different parts come together but i mean it just shows they were very ambitious and you know wanted to put a lot into the world so it's not like such a such a bad thing really it's cool that they like put so much effort into this world and um obviously really believed in it um so yeah i'd say if you like the sort of machinarium chuchel the, the the art of that and you you like those type of puzzles check it out because it's really beautiful and the sound i should say as well um really really nice uh again very soothing very relaxing um it, yeah very just a lovely charming game um, which, you know, thankfully there's no real violence or anything like that. It's just, uh, we're talking about 12 minutes coming up later on. This, is, this could That's not be quite different, more I imagine. different. <laughs> um, thankfully, I would say. Um, but yeah, I, I really loved it. I, th I thought it was, it was great. Uh, you know, or, or if you like Luna, the, you know, the, uh, another puzzle game, very mm. similar in, in style to that as well. So yeah, check it out if, so if you want something a bit more uh, sort of chilled. It is as quirky as it looks. Yes, yes. Like I said, that I, I really love the characters, and um, it, it's it's not voice acted, but for example, Starbelly has a voice in the sense that he's well. I suppose he is voice acted, but it's not in English. It's a, <laughs> it's a guy going. So yeah, it, I suppose in a way it is voice acted. I should say, but it's someone speaking nonsense. Not, it's not dialogue driven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, there is text. Obviously, you do read. Right. But yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, no, it looks really nice anyway. I've just added on my wish list. And uh, by the way, the music, I believe, is done. Now I'm going to make a mess of this name, so apologies in advance, but by Jessica Fischel or Fischot. Mm. Uh, I'm not okay. sure. And if you, uh, we'll include a link to the trailer because you can hear her music in the trailer. So I'll include yeah. a link. And you can see the game as well, of course. Um, so you can hear the music and see the game uh, in the trailer, which we'll include in the show notes. And you can follow Jessica uh, Jessica official music um, on her Instagram page nice. and uh, so I would recommend people follow her as well because her music is genuinely really really good and as I say really soothing as well in this game yeah so, um, it matches it perfectly so yeah it's great yeah cool so the ad is Growbot and that is available it's available on Steam anyway all these games are available on Steam uh, <laughs> yes, and I could just quickly check, but I think it was just Steam, but I'll just have a, have a look. Um, yeah, I think it's just, um, yeah, it's just on Steam. I think you could get it, obviously, like on um, Macs and Windows, etc. But yeah, it's it's just, uh, I don't think it's on um, Epic or anything like that. Okay. Uh, well, thank you, Laura. So that is a Growbot. Hey, guys. And yes. I have some breaking news. Oh, uh, it's okay. it's it's a fun little uh, news message because um, the point-and-click adventure game Saint Kotar will launch in exactly seven days from when oh, we record yeah. this. So by the time you hear this, this game should have launched. So that's also so is that the twenty eighth oh, wow. or the twenty ninth? Uh, the twenty eighth, I think. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Nice. It's just one right week before Halloween. launch. Yeah, and it's um, it's it's a. Uh, uh, a game that I backed on uh, on Kickstarter, so I'm looking forward to. I think uh, I did as well. Yeah, I think you yes. did too. Yeah, so um, that's another game that is uh, that's coming out very soon. 
cool like yeah that. you also interviewed the developers uh developer thomas i believe his name is <laughs> i believe um last year but you can listen to that interview can't believe already that game is coming no. out but uh they're clearly very very passionate working very very hard on that game in the last well few years actually so yeah look it's, it's another great game coming out <laughs> so so many yeah uh, well, thank you, Thomas, and thank you, Laura, for that. Um, uh, speaking of really good games that have just come out, uh, A Juggler's Tale, I got the chance to play that. I don't know if you got a chance to play this at Adventure X, Laura, but I know I myself did. and Thomas did, yeah? Yeah, I, um, I played every demo. Of course, I remember that. You played everything. Of course yes. you did. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't able to do that, but you, of course, use your magic powers to do that. <laughs> uh, well, A Juggler's Tale was out. Full game was out now on the 29th of September. And um, so th- this game, so the game is actually set in a medieval village. And there's a puppet master who's going to tell, well, A Juggler's Tale. And in this tale, you play as Abby, who is a young girl, who's, well, a child who's in a circus. But it turns out that she is kept in a cage by the crew uh, circus master. Now you escape, and then you spend basically the rest of the game on the run from the circus master who hires these bandits to find you and to capture you. And then you have to evade the lead bandit uh, in the game as well. And you go through these wonderful beautiful screens uh again this is again the the tale itself is also set in the medieval village and you see as well that there has been a plague and there's been war and famine that has ravaged now there's nothing too graphic i need to uh, mention it's it looks kind of like tim burton meets grim fairy tale Mm. um it it looks absolutely stunning and the backgrounds as well are absolutely stunning and I love the story. The only voice acting is the narrator, who is the puppet master. But he is absolutely fantastic. He puts great emphasis on the words, great narration. You know, he's playing with uh, the characters. And one of the interesting things with the puzzles is that you have the ropes because for your puppet. And you can't go over. So you can't go through, for example, some buildings, some huts, because the ropes get in the way. So you have to then figure out how to get by them. So earlier on, there's a windmill and um, you get stuck in that. But then there is a cow who is attached to the windmill. And then if the cow moves and the windmill, you know, moves, the propellers, whatever you call them. And so you have to try and get the cow to move. And just things like that. You do a few environmental puzzles, um, which were interesting as well. Not the most difficult. There are a few occasions where I had to think, but most of the time I was able to figure them out you know pretty quickly um now it's uh i think some people might get a little bit frustrated there are some stealth sections in the game okay uh again not terribly difficult but i did die a few times i did get captured a few times uh one of the interesting things is there's some platforming elements as well but if you jump say into the water the puppet master will uh bring you back and say oh abby look how uh you need my help be careful next time so uh, with the narrator to kind of playing with you as well. Like, do you trust him or not? What's he like as well? And now the thing is as well, this didn't really bother me, but the game took me about three hours. So some people might think it's a bit short. And I know some people might not want to pay full price for a game that lasts three hours at about 15 euros, I think. Okay. Um, now, so so that is more a personal preference. I, I really didn't mind. 
because I think the quality of the game merits it. I think uh, you can see that the money has been spent on the game and the visuals in particular, the voice acting is great. And so the overall quality of the game is really, really good. But yeah, just let people know it, it took me about three hours. Now it didn't feel rushed. Uh, it tells a complete story. So I didn't particularly mind it. The music is also really good. There's, um, you know, there's, uh, it's like you're at the fair during the, um, during the, you know, the happy moments, and then the really builds up with tension as well. And uh, I don't want to give too much away as well. And uh, yeah, it's uh, I really really enjoyed it. It's um, it's available. I believe it's available it's on, well on Steam, Epic, GOG, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. And oh, this the is game a, this is, is a ideal, Juggler's Tale. It's an ideal game for the Switch. Yes, yeah. Yes, I was just it, thinking uh, that. I, it's like a... It's ne- a side-scrolling game, yeah, yes. Yeah, I, I, I always call them yeah, like... Yeah, I think uh, the ideal on the Switch is a side-scrolling game. I uh, I, I usually call these like narr- narrative-driven side-scrollers because it's not like... It's it's mm. not really... It's not, uh, like platformer. it's not really a platformer. Yeah. Uh, and it's got completely dif- yeah. different puzzles than platformers have, so uh, that's, that's usually... Uh, and because it's very heavy on the story, I've played a few of these in the past, and uh, exactly. that's also why I could still consider them part of our genre, not necessarily, or maybe also part of the platforming genre. But it's 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 very different from that. I feel, and this one looks really nice. Yeah, I would... uh, sorry, yeah. go ahead. This 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 one looked very attractive, yeah. and I'm glad it finally uh, it finally came out because I've been looking forward to it since Adventure X. So. Yeah, it looks incredible. Uh, I, I agree to about the platforming because even though there are some minor platforming elements. The point is not the platforming. Um, the point is the story and then the puzzles, the more environmental type puzzles in the game, which are quite inventive, I have to say. And they're kind of different ones. And then you can also pick up objects. So you can pick up apples and then throw the apples. And then you have to use that uh, in a puzzle as well. So you can use that to throw apples at a certain object or to distract people or... You know, different kind of variety of puzzles. So I really liked it. It's um, it's it's really good. As I said, some people might think it's a bit short at uh, three hours. I would have liked it to be a bit longer, of course. But I, I feel as well it told a uh, full, complete story. Didn't feel rushed. And yeah, it's uh, pretty good. So that is A Juggler's Tale. Nice. So uh, next, so Thomas, you've been uh, detectoring, I believe. You played a detective game before. Uh, well, before you moved, I believe you played Lacuna, which yeah, uh, got uh, really uh, good reviews. On yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Sorry, I think, I think, so, what, think... what did you think? What, what is this game about? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of detecting uh, lately. I really like uh, detective point-and-click adventure games, and I also really like cyberpunk games. And again, I found one that uh, does both, because this has is both a, 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 a cyberpunk game. It's also a noir game. It's a detective game. It's uh, it's got pixel art. It's point and click. So uh, this this tagged a lot of boxes for me. And um, this is a game. It's so it's called the Lacuna, a sci-fi noir adventure, and it's by Digitales Interactive, and it's published uh, by Assemble Entertainment, um, Whisper Games, and Mayflower Entertainment. And you play the uh, the detective in this case, but you start. With um, yeah, you you start a bit differently. I don't want to give it completely away, uh, but the story takes uh, takes place. Uh, this is sort of like a prologue, and then you before you start with the main character, 
and there is also a lot of choices to be made. Like, for instance, um, during the prologue, I didn't manage to do something which um, um, had an effect on later in the game on what information I was getting. Oh, um, okay. And there's there's uh, um, several points where that where that this way you can make different choices and that has a different effect. Uh, I did manage to, uh, as far as I know, get uh, get a good ending. I think I'm, I'm I don't know if there are multiple endings, um, but I did get a good uh, a good ending, and I enjoyed this game a lot. Um, it's challenging, but not too challenging. Um, I don't think I needed a, a walkthrough or anything, so I was like, um, it, it's it's uh, the world building is is really well done. It's not um, it's sci-fi, but it's not Earth's future. It is uh, an Earth-like planet in a completely different solar system, which all plays into the um, uh, into the lore of this game, because there are multiple planets and there are uh, freedom fighters on different planets, and uh, there is an attack and a murder, and it's it's hard to get into details without spoiling anything. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm purposefully uh, staying a bit vague here, but uh, needless to say, anything that you uh, discover leads into another thing and your case just grows and grows and grows with more uh, conspiracies and blackmail and everything and you you end up as is usual in a noir game or in these sci-fi noir games in the middle of a massive uh, world-spanning conspiracy um, because you know in adventure games conspiracies usually are real unlike in the real world so uh, it's it's really fun to um, yeah to to you, you really have to play a detective in this in this you have to find the clues you have to talk to uh talk to suspects talk to witnesses the way you treat them affects what they tell you and um you have to use these clues in your and they have to like come to a conclusion and if you come to the wrong conclusion i don't think i've come to a wrong conclusion in the game but um i assume that if you come to the wrong conclusion that will have consequences um later in the game because you're for instance chasing the wrong so oh yeah that in, in, the, in the beginning i made a wrong conclusion and i started chasing the wrong suspect uh, oh I, okay I managed... so it lets oh. you continue with that yeah yeah you, you 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 still continue but you like you get delayed or you uh it, it has an effect on the rest of the investigation i i um managed to get back on track but i do think that uh because of that i didn't get to do a certain thing um so there is like a, a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. It took me about seven hours to finish, and um, it was highly enjoyable. It was highly enjoyable. And I believe, as you sort of said uh, there, I, I guess there's multiple endings because of the different choices. So I'm I would think so, can... yeah. But yeah, um, I think I got the the right ending. The, the ending where, okay. I, uh, but um, it's been I must say it has been a while since I played it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's not all fresh in my uh, in my memory anymore. But I do recall that it was very. Um, very cool uh a very cool world and very cool ideas that were uh, used in here like there's for instance um like the, the pixel art is gorgeous so there are certain uh points in the game where you can um like for instance on your balcony or uh, a different place in the city where you can just have the option to smoke cigarette and you just stand there and you smoke cigarette and the, it zooms out and it shows you a bit more of it and it's very beautiful Oh, cool. And it's just like a, 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 a chill moment in the middle of a very hectic game. 
and it's just it's just cool and there are like a cigarette machine because it's a noir and in a noir everybody smokes and it's a detective noir so that means everybody smokes and everybody drinks so it's they really use the tropes of of the of both um yeah noir cyberpunk and uh, sci-fi and and make this a really cool game uh that combined with uh the actual detecting oh yeah and there's also um your own personal uh, sorrows that uh, play into this because you are divorced and your uh, uh, kid lives with uh, your ex-wife and she's uh, like a teenager so that uh, also brings some uh, uh, extra stress into your life and it also plays into the whole story so it's uh, it's it's very well done it's very well done Wow, yeah. I mean, I've, I've wishlisted it because it sort of sounds pretty much up my street. There'll be loads more games I have to play after this. But yeah, um, I like I like the style. And as you said, seven hours, I think that's a good length for that kind of story as well. So yeah, I'll, de- I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, yeah no, I've... Well, I bought a game before, so it's on another game on my list to play. Uh, but I really, really wanted to to play this. And th- did I tell you about this game, Thomas? First, that I, I just I, this game completely passed me by. But I saw it reviewed on Adventure Gamers, and they gave it four point five out of five. Like, wow, <laughs> that uh, must be good then. Uh, yeah. Um, I think you pointed me towards this one. I think you saw it uh somewhere earlier, or maybe I already had it on my uh my wish list. You know, my wish list is possibly insane. yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I I use my wish list just to keep track of uh, adventure games. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's just um, I bought it when it came out, and I really do not regret I did that because I had a blast. That's Lacuna, a sci-fi noir adventure uh, by Digitex Interactive and published by Assemble Entertainment, Whisper Games, Mayflower Entertainment, and you can get it on Steam and GOG, I think. Uh, at least uh, maybe on other systems as well. I have not checked those. Sorry. Uh, yeah, definitely on Steam anyway, and uh, yeah, and and Gog. Thank you, Thomas. So that was Lacuna, <laughs> and um, so I believe we have one more game uh, to talk about. Now we don't have a lot of time left. I guess we have about twelve minutes. Um, I was wondering where you. Were. I was like, we've got time. What are you want about Shosha? I was like, oh no, he's doing a joke. <laughs> yeah, see, because you know the joke works. It's funny because it's yeah. the name of the game, and we. Anyway, okay, so uh, twelve minutes is the. Uh, <laughs> latest game which both myself and laura played and uh, as you mentioned laura it's very different to growbot and even though <laughs> a juggler's tale has some kind of dark elements that's the kind of game that can be played by with the whole family i'm not sure you can say the same about 12 no. minutes <laughs> uh so yeah so for people who have who don't know 12 minutes was released back in august and uh it was talked about it was I mean, this is weird. This is a point-and-click adventure game that got a lot of mainstream gaming media attention. Yeah, um, definitely. Not for the right reasons. <laughs> yes, I would say there's uh, been a bit of controversy around it. Definitely hasn't a bit there. of con- controversy. Contra- I think this is a game that some people really love, other people yeah. really hate. Um, yeah, there's no anyway, in-between with so this one. Yeah, I no, don't think there is. Uh, although I, I kind of am in-between, but anyway, maybe that's just me. Um, so in this game, you, pl- uh, you t- I don't think there was any name for the characters. Was there like man or husband, wife, and then yes, cop, cop. yeah. Um, now the so this is uh, another time loop game. We reviewed the Forgotten City uh, a few episodes ago, and this is another time loop adventure game. And you you playing this game as the man, as the husband. You go back to your wife, 
and um, she's making you dessert. And so you can, very cute, but you can sit down, cut dessert, and then, I'm not going to give everything away, but, you know, she has news and that. And then uh, a cop knocks on the door, and shall we say, things happen. <laughs> and then you wake up again, and you realize that, oh, it's the exact same scene being played out again. So you go again, and then every 12 minutes then, you wake up again from the beginning, and then you have to figure out, okay, what's going on? And how do I stop this? How do I stop this time loop? Um, and now, one of the interesting things is now, well, the camera perspective is a top down, which, which I really liked. I think it worked really well in this game. Also, the voice cast, which is pretty stunning. Uh, the male character is voiced by James McAvoy. Daisy Ridley is the voice of the wife. And Willem Dafoe is the cop. And uh, I'm like, wow, how did these three people, you know, come to voice characters in an adventure game? I know. I mean, it is um, Annapurna Interactive and they that is true. are like the rock stars of the indie world in, in terms of that is true. doing amazing stuff with uh, indie games. So I, I bet that helps. But yeah. That is true. I mean, we know that James McAvoy is a, is a nerd as well. That he's uh, so I'm sure he'll be into this, and Daisy Ridley obviously as well. And Willem Dafoe is not his first time giving a voice to what well, a narrative game. He did the voice of one of the main characters in Beyond Two Stoles, Two Two Stoles, Two Souls rather. Sorry. Um, so now the thing about this game, overall, I did like it. I was this game did keep me up at night with the story, trying to find out okay what is going on. Uh, just how do I stop this? And then I was trying different things uh, in the different time loops to try and make different things happen. And then when you do, when something different happens and you find a clue and then you do get that, uh, or at least I got that aha moment. I think, oh, I'll try it in the next time loop. So, for example, uh, you get, you know, you find a fo phone number and then you go, oh, in the next time loop, I can use my phone to call this number and yeah. so on and so forth. Um, now, the thing is, I it did get a bit frustrating, though, because eventually, at least I found that it was, again, the same again and again, that you're trying to find, okay, what am I missing? What do I need to do to try and make something happen, get something else to happen differently? And so I did get a little bit frustrated overall. Now, it was many time loops. I was still engaged, but I did use a walkthrough twice. It was once because I missed the hotspot. So I was thinking, okay, I, I need to know just what do I need to do. And I was oh, I missed that because it was dark. And then I also wanted to find another thing um, that was very hard to find, intentionally hard to find. Um, and then there are really six endings. So I admitted mm -hmm. after I got the first ending. Actually, when I got the first ending, I thought that that was it. And I thought, well, this is underwhelming. Yeah, a um, lot of people, I think, will think that. And um, I, I do wonder, should they have done it like that? Because I feel some people will just mm. stop assuming they've got it. Exactly, because then I went on YouTube to try and see all the other endings, and I realized, oh, my ending, it's not actually the full ending. There's no, more to it. No, it's not at all. Yeah. So I continued, and I admit I did um, use a walkthrough to get all the different endings, um, which was, and there's one canon ending. And I suppose, now obviously we're not going to reveal it, but there is a revelation, or a couple of revelations, and it is quite controversial. Mm, uh, that you could I'm not say. I mean, 
I, I, I mean, I'd love to do a spoiler on this, but we're not mm. going to give any spoilers here. I, I didn't actually mind so much the revelation. I know some people found it very controversial, but I mean, I'm guessing that not a whole lot of people are probably in that situation, I hope. And um, it's... Uh, it, I, I, I think didn't... for me, it was the thing I found a bit worse was just the sort of the casual violence against the wife. Yes, there was a lot of violence yes, against the wife and it was quite horrible. I was going to mention that. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, but also, you can do that but also there didn't seem to be any reason for it no i know that was th- yeah because obviously that... there's violence in games all the time um yeah but for so you know at least it kind of makes sense in some kind of context but here it was a bit like did that it... need to happen yeah and i don't want to go into too much but there is some pretty graphic violence that you can do against the wife which and again it's horrible anyway but at least if there had been a point to it that if you had i don't know learned something but at least i didn't and I yeah. don't know, maybe there either is some point, but what I felt was that that was just kind of, it just felt like the developers wanted to shock you. A but I think bit, that yeah. that is, but that would definitely be very, I would say, triggering, more so maybe than the revelation, the twist at the end. I mean, I feel maybe. like that with the entire, the sort of, the revelation as well, the, the sort of plot twist, uh, they wanted to shock people because they went in on that plot twist. They stuck yeah. with it. They really went for it. And I don't feel, and there, was, there has been a lot of controversy about should there have been a content warning at the beginning or does that then give away the game? The spoiler, yeah. It's, a lot it's of hard people to know, have discussed yeah. this because, you know, mm. if, if you did have that content warning, then maybe you wouldn't have the shock of what happened. But some people are saying, well, I really was not expecting <laughs> this because i wasn't i was just thinking it's going to be a fun a thriller for mm. sure but nothing quite as shocking as what happens it really is shocking and kind of disgusting mm. um but yeah <laughs> it's, no, the um, thing that, sorry go yeah. ahead oh yes yeah, so i was just gonna say it's i don't know as because i streamed it so i was very like <laughs> I think oh, that was fun <laughs> okay for me i think i would have liked to have had some just something or like even a a link that maybe went into more detail if you wanted to click it and you could choose. Maybe something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's what Don't Know did with Tell Me Why. Um, they had a link in their Discord and said, okay, this is spoilers, but just to let you know about the content, if you want to click this, here you go. There are spoilers. Please be warned, but you can read it if you want to. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, the thing about this revelation, you know, I mean, maybe it's me, but also like we've had sort of something like that in like different movies and different TV series. So that's why I personally didn't find it hugely shocking. Um, now, I agree with you entirely about the almost like casual graphic violence against the wife, which I don't think they should have included. Um, I, I do agree entirely with that. It, to me, that didn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I'd say it's hard to know. Would you recommend it? Because I think mm. there are t- parts that I liked about it. I think the top-down perspective is very good. The acting is really good. Although, although as much as I love the, the actors, especially with Jamie McAvoy and Daisy Ridley, they're not American and they're just having American actors, which are really, really good. But I don't know why. I mean, anybody else nearly could have done yeah, well, I mean, Willem I thought Defoe, Willem Dafoe was the best. Um, he's fantastic. Yeah, now, he's great. Again, Daisy Ridley and James McAvoy are really good as well, but they could nearly play any character. That's, not, that's another thing as well, that the characters aren't really that distinctive. Yeah, no, they're not um, really. They're, they're, it's almost as if, and I would say about the the rest of the story, the gameplay as well, it's all sort of part of it's 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 there but it's not really the main part of it if that makes sense in terms of like like you said the the, the voice acting it's mm. not really 
there to like you know unlike in Growbot for example where you know th- th- there's not very much voice acting but the bits that are are kind of like funny and quirky and add to the game I didn't really apart from Willem Dafoe I guess that I agree those two did they add that much I couldn't tell it was James McAvoy at all I had no idea I mean I knew it was him because I'd seen it on the game but if someone had said um that's James McAvoy I would have been like what yeah I never would have would have known yeah, but that's no. that's not necessarily a bad thing because like no, no. I agree for instance I agree, he's acting. Yeah. in Guardians of the Galaxy it's it's Bradley Cooper that voices Rocket now if you don't know that you don't hear it because yeah. he actually gives a yeah. performance so you can't really fault but I don't that think he gave a good performance well that's a that's a different thing yeah i know well, i know i know uh, well, well anyway. i just i well i just think it was a bit one note Ooh, and vin diesel gave great which you definitely wouldn't at least i wouldn't unless i knew but um yeah so what controversy from laura i think that that opinion is controversial i don't think it's that controversial at all but uh <laughs> but anyway so tw- 12 minutes i don't know whether to i mean there are parts that i like that the story did the game did keep me up at night you know because i wanted to know what would happen at the end and then i remember with the endings i told you laura that oh i didn't really like them they didn't really explain much and then you actually told me it's like oh okay i need to watch the endings again and then i understood more but it's very very vague at least i thought yeah very vague and uh, it's also very hard i think to get some of the endings that at least i use you know a walkthrough it's not too long at least it's uh, a few hours i think I well would, i think it how depends long. how quickly you solve again the stuff the puzzles, really because yeah, it could take you ages anything, it, again yeah going round and round. But I think the general consensus from a lot of people is that it is frustrating. That it does get frustrating that you're trying to figure out what happens. It's still engaging. It's still very well done. But yeah, also kind of... And it's something that the Forgotten City managed to avoid really well. That that wasn't frustrating to me. But yeah, this, kind of, I, this game was... Yeah, I agree. I think I really loved the concept of, you know, finding something out and then changing things around. And mm. like, like I agree, that moment when you're like, aha, so there's, I've, mm. I've got a different reaction here. So that must mean something. And maybe I did this time. And I really enjoyed that process. But it's um, near the end. There's a lot of dialogue you have to get through. And it's mm. very, um, you know, you can't really skip it properly. You can, but, it, he, but they still not say easy. it. And, and <laughs> it, there's so much. Like, they should have just had a, like sometime later which they do have for some of it but not for the die i guess because they're like oh the dog's really important and we don't want people to skip through it because it's sort of really essential to what's going on but i don't know there should have been some more options to skip parts uh, yeah I, I think this the first time sure you can't skip i yeah no problem with that but then afterwards because you get to hear the dialogue again and again and again I think you can skip but it's not easy <laughs> it's not quick it's not no. it's kind of cumbersome it is, and um, like the fact you, there's like about six odd times you have to go through it all each yeah. loop to get to the right thing, and it's just really annoying. I know it's a time loop, so obviously there's going to be some yeah. repetition, but you could do that in a better way. Yeah, like Forgotten City. I think yeah. if there if there is a time loop adventure game that I would recommend people play, play the Forgotten City. It's one of my favorite games this year. Uh, it's it's fantastic. This I I still enjoyed parts of it. I still think the voice acting alone is really good. The top-down perspective, that those aha moments, it looks pretty good, I think, uh, for an indie game as well. Yeah, although... Overall, I, I mean, I noticed some it, animations that it might be a bit janky. Yeah, but, yeah uh, animations are very janky, and I don't know if, it, that, if that's just because you're expected to sort of try everything and do everything, so they need to have a way of you being able... Like, you can walk through your wife. <laughs> you can, yeah. uh, at any moment, you can just walk straight through her or out through any of the characters. Um, and I do feel... I mean, this goes back to maybe the voice acting we were talking about. I guess what I'm saying more is just the characters are a bit 
one dimensional probably because yeah, you've bit... got to just you're, you're just having to do the same thing over and over again and it's more about mm. the the puzzle rather than the characters if that makes sense yeah no i um, I, I agree yeah it's more about unlocking the the riddle and, and the time loop rather than actually having a kind of meaningful character and a meaningful story mm. that i mean that the story itself whilst interesting I'd, it is kind of meaningless <laughs> so there's no it's not challenged in any way and there's no it's just kind of like and this is it and this is what we're gonna do and it's like oh okay that's the way you wanted to go with this all right <laughs> yeah I've, then uh, i didn't really explain but yeah I, i've not played it but i know exactly what what it's all about yeah this is one of the few times where I did not mind getting spoiled, and I it actually confirmed oh, really? confirmed you, you, my suspicion. You read spoilers? No, I I, I listened to the spoiler uh, cast from uh, the Gaming Outsider because I had never oh yes yeah. I had never seen Zach so angry about a game. It actually made him angry, and I understand why. And he, he uh, one of the main criticisms that he had was like it was a missed opportunity to take this uh, thing and use it for more than just shock value because that's he said that that's what it's basically being used for here and then yeah. the good ending was actually not a good ending at all it's like why is this yeah. the good ending this is not how you would this a good person would not do this <laughs> something mm. like that it, it yeah was, yeah i totally agree with you it was like a really i think the gameplay i i enjoyed very interesting way of like being having to like solve um, what's mm. going on i just the story i was just like I kind of think it's it's interesting. They went down this route, mm. and they really wanted to go. They really wanted to go down the route because they shove it in your face. Um, but it's like, but why? Why were they so compelled to, to make I know, to I know. do it? Why? <laughs> I, I mean, the, the thing I'd say about to what Zach. I mean, Zach, I really said is one of the worst games he's ever played. I don't agree with that. Yeah, I, don't I think agree that. With that. I, no, I, mean, I, I, I have seen that reaction from more people. Yeah, 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 really? totally, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's had a yeah. mixed reaction for sure. It has a mixed reaction because there are some people who, who liked it as well. I think people like maybe me and Laura who like parts of it, but then overall the other parts we didn't like. But I mean, it's, it's certainly not nowhere near my favorite game of all time, but it's not my worst game of all time either or anywhere near that as well. But I do agree that there's too much shock value that there's kind of, you know, that the, I think... To, I think even some more guidance on why you're doing these things. <laughs> you know, if the, even if it's one line from the main character saying, oh, maybe if I do this, like if you click on something, yeah, maybe I could do that. and let's Or something, you know, like some reason behind it. But we're not given that. that um, and I think that it, it is probably a missed opportunity overall. I would agree with that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else we can say without spoiling it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, if people do want to check it out, again, if you do check it out, content advisory, there are some trigger warnings. I don't think it's a spoiler to say that, as, well, as we've mentioned. Yeah, well, you have to, be, I was just saying yeah. there's, you know, if there's some sexual kind of, it, it's not sexual, but it's related to, to that. And there's obviously violence as well. Because, yeah, it, it, you, you have to cut, you can't or just as say they, as they say, uh, <laughs> violence and scenes of a sexual nature. Yeah, that's a way of saying it, I guess. Yeah, just there's a big shock, basically, and it's, mm. yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's available on Steam and Xbox. And uh, and that is 12 minutes. I uh, don't know how long we spent uh, discussing it. Probably more. <laughs> Probably more. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there are 12 minutes. But as I said, it's kind of, in one sense, it's 
good that mainstream gaming media was discussing an adventure game, but I also wish that they, the mainstream gaming media, had been discussing the Forgotten City instead because I think that's way better. Yeah, but that's that's not why uh, they were discussing opinion. this game. I mean, the Forgotten City did not. I, have... I know, no, but other, but other people were discussing it, and actually, kind of another gaming podcast actually kind of liked it. Now, still some similar criticisms, but they're discussing like the gameplay aspect of it more. Than the twist and yeah, the shocking part. The of gameplay it. aspect is and not controversial. I mean, it's just it's it's a time yeah, it's, it's a time game. Yeah. There are many time yeah. games and movies. If if that was the the thing, then but, yeah, then you were right. But the, the... Well, although although have people and such as myself have said that like the, the repetition, which is obviously yeah. part of the time loop, it does get frustrating. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Okay, that is 12 minutes. And again. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> yeah. it for... I know, again, it feels like we're in a okay, time loop. So the, so, the, the, okay, minutes. so now we're going to discuss the next review uh, 12, is 12 minutes. minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so for our final review, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't have a lot of time left. I'm guessing we have 12 minutes. Yeah, okay. okay. That joke. okay. So we, we <laughs> built it. Uh, it's no fu- not funny anymore. Unless we do it one more time, okay. then it's funny again. No! <laughs> okay. However, um, <laughs> how can um, people become a patron of the podcast? Oh, we, uh, we, are we announcing that we, again as well? We're, saying <laughs> we're that doing again? a loop yeah. of that twice? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll just do my um, review of Lacuna now then. Yeah. <laughs> right yes, well um, now that's well and truly done <laughs> so uh i think that's it for this month now uh what are you guys playing so first of all next month i there's one game we'll be reviewing because thomas you have played a game now don't give away what you've already kind of said on twitter <laughs> but uh, don't review the game yet because we'll have a full review next month but um what game have you just finished uh i finished it last night and it's a game called game deck yeah, which um, looks great. Cool. Yeah, yeah it's uh, uh, also like a, what is it, a non-action, non-violent RPG-ish I kind would, of similar to uh, Disco Elysium? Yeah, I would definitely compare it to Disco Elysium in more ways than one. It's it's like Disco Elysium meets Blade Runner. Wow, okay, I'm really curious. And uh, next time I will tell you that. if it lives up to that promise. I'm looking forward to hearing from it. And are you playing anything else now? Do you know what else are you playing? Are you taking a break or no well i'm, I'm glad I'm, i can finally play again after all the moving and the internet issues and i god knows what i i got a hold of a lot of uh demos uh, as well and uh free games that i'm uh, uh like short free games that i want to check out um okay i still have a few other games that i bought a while ago that i want to uh give a try and i don't know yet i have plenty to choose from at the moment <laughs> Thank you, Thomas and Laura. Do you know what you're playing? Because you're you're streaming a lot. You're really popular at uh, your Twitch oh, channel, I believe. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're, thank I you. mean, that's from what I see. Oh, I was getting too much. big for this podcast, but bigger no. than this podcast. Well, I'm still on the podcast, so no. <laughs> yes, I see. No, thank you. We should be grateful because you're becoming oh, an don't influencer. Don't say now. that, for goodness sake! <laughs> <laughs> a load of rubbish. <laughs> no, no. Genuinely, congratulations oh, that you do seem to be doing pretty well. And I would yeah. recommend people check out your twitch uh, where can people find you on twitch uh yeah just search cress up c-r-e-s-s-u-p i do play a lot of adventure games i'm also playing dark souls at the moment but uh i do play adventure games uh quite a lot and, and try any, and get some any game that you're playing 
Well, yes. so just finished Growbot, so I'm going to have to see now. There's loads on my mm. wish list um, <laughs> I, like, that's really piling up. Um, I might check out that Lone McLonagan because um, um, I think yes. that's just come out or it's about to come out, um, uh, which um, looked really fun and kind of, again, a nice chill game. <laughs> um, yes, I think it's coming out in November, so not long to go for that. So um, might check that out, but otherwise I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see. Cool. Well, I am currently playing the Siberia game. So I played Siberia 1 a few months ago. Now I'm playing Siberia 2. And I played Siberia 3 before the fourth Siberia game comes out in December. Um, and I also want to play Ch- Chasing Static, which I mentioned earlier, and a new game, Warp Frontier. You may have heard my yes, interview with the developer. Yes, that's another game I want to play. That's got very good reviews, so yeah. I really want to check it out. Um uh, and certainly after speaking to the developer, I really want to play that game as well. And we shall see what other games I'm playing. I'm also playing FIFA, which is very addictive. I started on career mode on that. And oh my God, I'm whiling away <laughs> the, <laughs> few, the little free time I have on that. So I'll have to get back to adventure games again. So um, yeah, so as I mentioned last month or last week's episode, I had an interview with, my, with, the, develop, with the developer of uh, Lake, you can hear that. And next month, I'll be uploading my interview with the developers of Scabma Snowfall, which was a really interesting uh, inter- interview. And uh, not because of me, but they're really interesting. Um, the one, this game looks really good. It's about uh, the indigenous people in, well, in this case, Finland, the Sami people. And one of the developers I spoke with is actually Sami as well. So she spoke a little bit more about the culture. Um, of uh, her indigenous people as well so you can listen to that as well and yeah and I think that's that's it for this month's episode uh, so until next we'll be back next month so until then take care everyone goodbye bye bye keep on questing <laughs>the adventure games podcast then please subscribe rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts please leave a review on itunes if you can as every review helps and reviews will help get the word out especially for adventure game developers who appear on the podcast now you can also follow me on social media you can follow me on twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a Adventure Game developer or Adventure Game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you